Hi there, and welcome to the Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things natural and beauty, such as natural skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind the scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of both Nordic as well as European Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you click the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I will be talking with Tune Brun from the award-nominated Norwegian natural cosmetics brand Beaky Skincare. Tone Brun is a pharmacist and she has broad experience in the research and development of pharmaceuticals, but Tune is also a certified beekeeper and in 2021 she actually quit her dream job as clinical research director to do what she really wanted to do, which was to be a full-time beekeeper and develop healthy and unique skincare products of high quality with ingredients from her own bees. And so her brand Beaky was founded. The brand's sacred glow so saffron, mirha and sandalwood face oil is nominated for both the Nordic as well as the European Natural Beauty Awards this year 2023 and in this episode Tone will share more details about this specific product. We will also dive deep into the world of beekeeping as it is a big part of creation of Beaky's cosmetics. Super exciting topics indeed so without further ado let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Natural Beauty Podcast, Tune. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Very lovely to have you in the show. This is a very interesting podcast episode I think we have ahead of us today because you are a beekeeper and you, of course, then a brand owner as well of your your own brand through that. But would you like to share a little bit about yourself? What is your background and how did you start the beekeeping and, and your brand eventually? Sure. So I am a pharmacist by training and I have a PhD in the immune system and I have more than 14 years experience in research and development in the pharmaceutical industry. During that time I was working a lot with the pharmaceutical development and particular cancer and cancer vaccine therapies. Mm. I learned about all the health promoting effects uh, on the immune system that uh, the bee products have. Then I got uh, really interested into the bees. And coincidentally, you can say, I was introduced to, to beekeeping. And um, I've been a certified beekeeper for eight years now. Oh, that's a while already. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's. Uh, I learn new things every time I go out with my bees. And uh, to me, I also spend a lot of my time. I'm very into Reiki and uh, mindfulness. And to me, beekeeping is about meditation. So when I'm with my bees, I'm in a very calm state communicating with my bees and uh, it's uh, really lovely actually mm. very interesting you would bring that up so I visited a couple of beekeepers these past weeks and it was a very meditative experience I didn't expect that because I was a little bit nervous to go on a bee farm of course like I suppose anybody would who's not very used to them but it was so meditating you have to stay calm, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, the bees, they notice if you are uh, angry or agitated or if you are calm. And, uh, and they, they feel the, the energy. They are really sensitive. So, uh, yeah, that's for sure. And how come did you start with beekeeping in a way that it might not be the first idea a lot of people have? Let me start a bee farm. Well, well, the, the bees came to me uh, because I was really interested uh, in the 
effects that all the, the health promoting effects that they have. And I've always been very sensitive to what I put on my skin and what I put inside my body. So I was uh, told about the propolis and the honey. Later, I became more and more aware of the beneficial effects of the beeswax as well. So uh, when I started, I didn't know all this. I didn't even like honey when I started. Uh, as a <laughs> <laughs> but that was because I bought, you know, the honey I was served. Uh, that was uh, something else. <laughs> that was something else than what I produce. Uh, that's for sure. So it's uh, honey is not just honey. It's so many different types of honey. And it's uh, the taste of the honey and uh, their nutrition depends on the, where the bees collect their nectar from. So you have from the freshest uh, and most fruitiest raspberry honey. And then you have the, um, uh, what is it called in English? It's the ling. It's really, really dark brown. And uh, that's still not my favorite. But uh, <laughs> It's, it's, uh, yeah. Mm, and so do you produce also honey and food products? Sure. I produce uh, honey. Last year I was actually, I won the Norwegian championship as a big scale honey producer. So with one of my honeys. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And also I've been uh, receiving different awards for, from the, for the raspberry honey. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's also a big, uh, big part but it, that's just a byproduct uh, so to say with my beekeeping so i i do my beekeeping in a quite different way from the commercial beekeepers mm. i leave all the honey or most of the honey to the bees themselves because it's a reason why the bees collect the nectar and transform it into honey uh, and that is for themselves to have the food and not for us humans to to collect it Because uh, a lot of beekeepers, and especially in in the south, I think they take away the honey from the bees and they give the bees sugar instead. If you uh, imagine what happens to the immune system of the bees when you take away all their nutritions uh, that is contained inside the honey, it's, uh, you know, just imagine yourself surviving on the sugar. Inside of the honey, you have all these uh, vital nutrients and all the lactic acids and uh, I always let my bees have uh, most of the honey themselves so I never take away anything that uh, that they would like to have uh, for for their lives and I never disturb the bees unless they kind of tell me to come and, and help them so I just open the beehives when it's something I feel I need to do for them so it's uh, we have a really unique um, communication uh, I would say yeah that's an important point that we sometimes forget in the modern society that we live quite separated from the nature even though we're part of nature as well that you know whatever you touch within the nature or you change something that changes also the rest right so I'm sure you see that firsthand mm, thank you thank you for sharing that <laughs> so important and so true so for me it's important to connect with nature we are nature The way I do my beekeeping is I have a lot of respect for the bees and uh, I'm so grateful that I I am allowed to to do this work for them. And they communicate to me through their sound, the smell, their motion, and they they are really good at telling me when to stay away. So it's, it's, a, it's a really good uh, collaboration <laughs> that we have. I respect them and then they respect me. So it's uh, they're really calm and... Um, 
really nice piece. So you're welcome to come and visit us as well. Oh, absolutely. That would be really lovely. It can be meditative and I'm sure therapeutic as well in that sense that it makes you think about a lot of things. Mm, sure. Well, if we talk a little bit about your cosmetics then, first of all, congratulations on being nominated in both Nordic and the European Natural Beauty Awards. Thank you. Would you like to share a little bit more about this face oil that is in both awards? What is special about it? And uh, I think especially the scent world is quite special. I think in the natural space. Well, this uh, this sacred glow. The name it's uh, actually from uh, when you think about uh, what uh, the gifts uh, that the kings brought to the Jesus. The gifts that they had was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So that's where the sacred comes from in the name. So this oil contains sandalwood, Australian sandalwood, and uh, which is quite similar to frankincense and is more sustainable than the frankincense oil. And it uh, contains uh, saffron and uh, also myrrh. The scent is very calming, relaxing. And the customers tell me that uh, they have this kind of luxury spa feeling when they uh, do their skincare routine with this product. And, and they feel that uh, this oil is kind of protecting them before going to bed. And some of them... Actually, one customer, she said she had so much problems falling to sleep. I advised her to, to buy this uh, oil or test it. And she did. And she uh, put it under her feet when going to bed. And two weeks later, she reported to me that she has been sleeping as a baby. Oh, that's amazing. Sure. The, the scent has a lot to do with the products. But I never use more than 0.1% of essential oils because I want the products to be able to be used for the whole body, including around the eyes and on the lips. And actually, all of my products are evaluated as safe to be used on small children, down to five kilos is the evaluation. I'm very happy about that as well. Mm, the concentration stays so low that that is possible as well. Mm -hmm. mm. Exactly. What about the other base ingredients in the product? They are from your own bee farm, I suppose. Well, the beeswax is obviously from my own bees. And that's very important to me because now you can purchase uh, synthetic beeswax as well. And that's very different from the natural beeswax. It's very difficult to, uh, to copy nature. Uh, so the synthetic beeswax does not have this anti-inflammatory, anti-allergenic uh, what is it? properties. Thank you. So, so to me, that is very important. And also synthetic, uh, they can contain also paraffin and other toxins. That's not very good for us. And that uh, you don't know from the inky how this uh, wax is then produced. So to me, it's important that I use the, only the fresh beeswax. Uh, so I use the capping wax. That is the freshest wax that is produced inside the hive. Mm. It's like a layer that puts uh, to cover on the honey to preserve the honey. So before I uh, take out the honey from the honeycombs, I take off this layer before I put it in this centrifuge. So this is the only wax that I use in my products. And that's very clean and very fresh. So I never use uh, any other of the beeswax in these cosmetics. So that's, of course, the, the very, very key ingredients in my, in my products. And, and beeswax has been used for thousands of years uh, in skincare. And it's known for its anti-aging properties, how to seal the moisture inside the skin and how it uh, makes this protective layer uh, on the skin surface. 
and uh, without clogging the pores. So it can you have hopefully tested it and uh, and uh, what I what I'm told is that uh, this the oil is quickly absorbed and uh, leaves the skin very velvety and smooth on the surface. Mm, and when you produce it yourself, you really know how it's made and how kind you've been to the bees and every step of the way, right? Actually, all the ingredients uh, in these products are key ingredients. And uh, I, I work in a way to use as few ingredients as possible and still having the properties that I want the uh, product to have. And, uh, and all the, the ingredients, they complement each other to fulfill the effect that I want and also to make the, the skin feel as uh, the best as possible. So we, we don't want a skincare product that is greasy or oily. So that's also part of the, the science uh, and research behind this product is how to combine all these ingredients um, so the first ingredient in this uh, product is the, the marula seed oil, which is also called the African beauty oil or the elixir of youth. And it has a lot of anti-age properties and it's known to, to boost the collagen production. And it's also very good at healing irritations in the skin. So I really, really love that uh, that oil. Another one that I would like to bring up is the cloudberry seed oil, which is uh, Norwegian. And it's uh, really high in antioxidants and it also is anti-inflammatory and it has this perfect balanced fatty acid profile. And I really, really love that uh, ingredient. So, uh, so yeah, it really is a combination of all amazing ingredients come to one bottle. Mm, mm. Yeah, so it's actually all my favorites uh, <laughs> packed in one bottle, so to say. And it's uh, they all have their... Um, properties and uh, they are there for a reason so to say so it's uh, no fill ingredients here it's all exclusive and really high quality oils uh, inside so mm. very exclusive product in that sense yeah perhaps we could talk a little bit about the name of your brand which is something quite interesting so it's like be like be key yeah so would you like to share a little bit about where that comes from and and all that yeah I can tell you the story behind that actually and it was during the COVID times and uh, that uh, gave me and as the same as very many others a lot uh, of time to reflect over my life and how I was living my life and how I spent my time and what I was doing and I was it I was living a very hectic life I'm a single mother of two children full-time job as a research director and I had uh, my beekeeping and social life and <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> it was a lot of things. And then it was uh, during a conversation with my Reiki master and we were talking about this topic and how how we can uh, create a perfect balance and harmony in our lives and, uh, you know, what is important, what gives us quality, what do we want in our life? And she asked me if I was happy at my work. And I told her that uh, it's very dark. And I was the research director uh, responsible for the vaccine development. And that was, you know, during the COVID times, you can imagine what that was like. So um, and then she she asked me, what do you really want to do? And then the words, they just uh, came out of me like uh, it was something I had memorized, uh, but never spoken before. And I said, I want to spend time with my bees. I want to go barefoot and dig my hands in the soil and I want to make natural and healthy skincare products of high quality with ingredients from my own bees. 
And I was really surprised to hear myself say that part about the skincare because I never really thought about doing any skincare. So I looked very surprised at my master and she just smiled at me. And, uh, and I felt that was a confirmation that she felt also that this is my mission in life. So that evening uh, when I was sitting uh, on the terrace and uh, I believe uh, the sky was star bright and it was a full moon. Uh, I don't know if it was, but that's the picture I have. And then the name Beaky just came to me. So I went to the computer and uh, I bought the domain straight away. And uh, the more I thought about the name, the more accurate and amazing it was to explain what my products actually are. And the bees is probably, is obviously from the bees. And Ki is the Japanese name of Chi, which is the life force that runs in everything and in everyone. So it actually, Biki means life force from the bees. Oh, that's so beautiful. And of course, the story behind it is even more powerful now to hear that. So all the products contain life force from the bees in, in the form of beeswax. Okay, so beeswax is the component that you're using. Yes, in these products. And I only make oil-based products. Mm, also an important point that water is not used. So preservatives and this kind of things don't need to be added. So it's not uh, any preservatives or any surfactants or uh, uh, emulsifiers or it's, uh, all, every ingredient has this purpose uh, for the skin or the mind. Mm. I love this that you say skin and the mind because I mean we're quite complex beings and it's not just that you have one thing here and you put this on top and then things are healed. Mindset can influence and things and all this kind of thing so it's beautiful to see that you have very holistic approach on this business. Yeah. Um, would you like to share briefly also other products that you make? Yeah, sure. It was one year ago that, uh, or soon to be one year ago, it was the 11th of uh, November, 11-11 last year. Then I launched the first two products and that was the Sacred Glow, which we just uh, talked about. And also 11-11 Vitality is what it's called. And it's a face and body oil. The key ingredient there, in addition to the, the beeswax, of course, is uh, ashwagandha, uh, which is uh, from an Indian root, and it's known to be an adaptogen. I have a lot of feedbacks from customers uh, on that product. And uh, actually, last week, I had feedback from a mother who used it on her baby. And the baby had uh, really lots of eczema and dry skin. And uh, she has the extra skin in the scalp. I don't know what that is called, but uh, she really wanted to have that taken away. So I advised her to use this oil uh, during bathing her, her baby. And she reported back to me now that uh, now the, the skin is uh, completely healed. And she stopped using those uh, single-use napkins or wipes that I talked to her about that I uh, really, really don't like. And she started making her own um, wet wipes using uh, where she add this product. So that was really, really nice feedback to have. And it's really good for itching, eczema, psoriasis. So a lot of um, males also uh, return back to me with their positive feedback on that product. So that's a, a little lighter in consistency than compared to, to Sacred Glow, uh, obviously, as it is uh, also a body oil. And that one is also very nice, I think, to bring in the shower. And I can bring with me some Epsom salt or some really, really fine yeah, fine salt. 
and use it uh, as a scrub or use it for cleaning in the shower or in the hair, actually. You know, I think people are now asking for more and more uh, simple life and, and to make products that uh, is for the whole family, I think is uh, what the customers uh, would like more and more. So all the products can be used by the whole family, the woman and the man and the children. And a lot of my female customers, they, they <laughs> say that uh, their husbands started uh, using their oils and they also uh, find it so nice and good. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think a natural oil has a gender so that everybody can kind of use everything. Do you think this is a direction, perhaps multipurpose and all this? Do you think this is the direction we're going towards in the future as well? Absolutely, absolutely. I think people are more... When you know that... Uh, I heard someplace that uh, the average woman has 16 skincare products or cosmetics in the bathroom. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so it's not very... Su- the cosmetic industry is not uh, very sustainable. So I think it will be more and more important and uh, requested by the customers to have uh, more multifunctional products. And what about this side of the cosmetics or perhaps other products as well that you're also including this mind part to the products? Like you mentioned also that you're using ashwagandha, which I know is quite known from the Ayurvedic side as well. Do you think this holistic approach is also something that is growing or yeah yeah sure i hope so i hope people uh, will see that uh, we are not just the body or not just the skin we are our mind and our soul and i think that when our mind is calm then i think the body will react to that as well so i think it's it's very narrow to look at our body as separate from our mind Mm. I can definitely see kind of the opposite reactions. So for example, if I would have a very stressful period, I would see that really straight on my skin, for example. So I can I could see through this kind of thing as well. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Actually, since uh, I launched those two products, I have launched five more products. So I recently launched two products. So just two weeks ago, I launched uh, two products that uh, are called Forever 22 and the other one is Forever Pure. And they also have uh, this um, holistic set of the bringing the mind into it. So the Forever Pure has, for instance, bergamot, which is known as a really purifying essential oil. And this uh, Forever 22, it has um, frankincense and rose and lavender, which gives a really calming uh, scent to it. And it has vanilla inside, so it's really sensual, the scent of that oil. Mm. Very interesting overall approach to the true beauty, perhaps, in ourselves. Mm. Whoever got excited about you and your products now, where can they buy your products and follow your journey and and all this? Mm. We have a website, it's viki.com. And uh, inside there, you have this web shop. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not yet set up for international shipping, but uh, we plan to do so for our one-year anniversary on the 11th of 11. Oh, congratulations. Very soon. (laughs) So if anyone would like to purchase any of the products uh, before that, they can just send me an email on tulna at biki.com or post at biki.com and uh, I will ship it. So that's not a problem. And uh, we are also on Facebook and on Instagram, Beaky Skincare. Please follow us. Follow our journey and uh, 
whatever we do with our bees and uh, yeah yeah it's really interesting that these days with social media and everything you can really follow what's going on with everything behind the scenes as well and how the products are made and and anyone can reach out to you as well through dms or anything like this as well really simply I will link all the handles in the show notes below. So whoever is super excited now to get to know you and your products and perhaps buy your products can click directly from there. But uh, one random question, perhaps if somebody would like to come visit your bee farm, is that possible? That's very possible and everyone is very welcome. And I just this summer, I bought this really nice big farm and I have many extra bedrooms and we plan to have many activities going on on the farm. So Please, everyone, come <laughs> visit me and visit us, the bees. And I have a big forest just behind the house. And uh, yeah, it's about an hour and a half from Oslo. So going south. Okay, amazing. It's it's a beautiful experience to see it and to witness it, what the bees are doing. It's another world that they, they have. Very specific question, perhaps, regarding the beekeeping. I've seen that now that I've I've been talking with quite many beekeepers in the southern Europe, close to Mediterranean, where the climate is getting really hot. Have you seen the change in your beekeeping? Because bees are, of course, very connected to what's happening around and the changes in nature. Have you seen something, some changes? Yeah, sure. And this uh, summer, it was really wet. And the bees were sitting a lot inside of their hives. They don't like to go outside in the rain because they get wet and then it's difficult for them to fly because their bodies are full of hair. So that makes them heavy. They stay inside and they eat all the food. And um, I think for most beekeepers in Norway, they have uh, less honey to sell this year compared to, to previous years. And I think, but I think every every year is different. So I think it's difficult to see like four years ago, it was really, really dry summer. And that was also a problem because then it was no nectar in the flowers. So that was difficult for the bees. And so I, f- I feel like every every summer has its uh, challenge. Mm. And this is something different as well, that you work basically with bees only during summer. Is that correct? Because in the south of Europe, they have basically they work around the year. But uh, how how do you handle the winter time? Well, now the bees are packed inside their hive. So in every hive, they have uh, their own queen. So it's one queen in each hive. And uh, what they do now is that uh, I made sure that they have enough food stacked up for the whole winter. So because now they will be sitting inside until maybe March. So until uh, it gets warmer in the in the temperature, like 12 degrees and sunny, then they will go out again. But now they will stay inside and they will uh, be active. So it's a constant movement inside of the hive. So they put the queen in the middle and they huddle up uh, inside. And then the the bees keep moving around so that uh, on the outer part of this huddle, then it's it's colder, of course. So they, they keep moving inside and they rotate who's going to sit outside on the coldest part, so to say. So so now they, uh, they will just sit inside and eat and... Um, Hopefully relax. <laughs> yeah, they need some mindfulness training there as well. <laughs> they all have mindfulness. So it's uh, it's really fascinating. So now I'm sitting in the living room in my house and I have the beehives just outside of the window. It's uh, it's really amazing. Such an interesting world. Definitely amazing. 
thank you for for all this information because I know also beekeeping and bees and all this world is something really interesting for people that a lot of people actually don't know much about. So it's really nice to hear this story. So thank you for joining and and sharing all these all these stories. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good luck with the awards and we will talk really soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we discuss in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things natural and beauty, such as natural skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Join the conversation on our social media channels, on Instagram and Facebook at European Natural Beauty Awards and at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, as well as on LinkedIn at Natural Beauty Directory. Until next week, bye-bye!